Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I am Matt Rashavi. It is a pleasure to be with you. I'm your host and welcome to this podcast. This podcast is not good. Uh, yeah. Um, and you're about to find that out if you keep listening. Um, or maybe not. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the whole reason I came up with that title was just so that if people are like, hey, what's what's your podcast? Uh, it's, uh, it's not good. Yeah, that dumb, dumb joke. That pretty much sums me up uh, completely. But uh, yeah, anywho, uh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Not Good. Welcome to the podcast that people are calling, uh, is, is this supposed to be entertaining? Um, and yeah, we'll find out. Um, so I guess, you know, the main thing is this first segment is just the checking in segment. And it's to find out, it's kind of our, it's like a first date. You know what I mean? First appearances. Uh, what's the point of this podcast? Um, you might be asking, and by the end of it, you might be asking, yeah, I don't see a point maybe. Um, well, I'll tell you it is, I am just a fan of podcasts and in quarantine, I have a lot of time. So kind of go hand in hand. Um, and really it's as simple as that. I, I, I love podcasts so much. I wanted to know how to actually do them and make them and create them. I'm not going to say that I create them well, but I can, uh, you know, barely make one. So, uh, that's the point. And, and I'm just having fun doing it. So, uh, so there you go with that. Um, I guess the other thing is, you know, so I'm sitting here and, and it is, it's just fun. I'm enjoying it. I have a cup of coffee from, um, recording in East Pasadena, California in the bunker in the hopefully COVID safe, uh, bunker. And I just got this coffee. This is like, that's pretty much the one thing that I'll do during COVID times um, where, you know, I'll order it ahead of time and then I get the cup of coffee and then I just douse it with, um, you know, sanitizer with some, with some sani. Um, and, and yeah, so I have one now right here um, and, and it's good and we're get, we're getting the show going guys. We're doing it. Um, I love that coffee shop too. I love that it's right across the street for me. That's helpful. But also I've had a few interesting experiences there. One, you know, I noticed just in general, people will take random pictures of me cause I, I look like Guy Fieri, um, got white hair. Um, I used to have a goatee all the time. So I was blessed with, uh, looking just like Guy Fieri, um, or the lead singer of Insane Clown Posse, uh, or the lead singer of Smash Mouth. So yeah, triple threat, three great tastes, <laughs> three great things to look like. Um, but so sometimes people will take pictures and try to sneak pictures, um, you know, of like, oh, it's a Guy Fieri lookalike. Um, and I see that from time to time and it's totally fine. You know, I think it's hilarious. Um, and so I was at this coffee shop and someone was, you know, taking a picture. They were it was two, it looked like students doing, you know, working on textbooks in the corner of the coffee shop and they were taking a picture. So I, because I'm an adult, uh, took my camera out and was pretending to take a picture right back at him. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just did that and it got uncomfortable and they like put their camera down, whatever. And there was like three people ahead of me. So, you know, um, so I had time, you know, to just keep doing <laughs> that while, while it looked like, you know, they were clearly taking pictures of me. And, um, you know, then I, I get up and uh, the person that's two people in front of me walks up from the cash register and walks to the two people in the corner and we're like, hey, 
and they were friends. So those three were all friends. So they weren't even taking pictures of me at all. <laughs> they were taking a picture of their friend. Um, so yeah, I think that sums me up uh, quite nicely. So first things first, let's do some comic book reviews. I am a huge comic book nerd. Um, yeah, I've been collecting them for a long time. Get the new books every Wednesday. So this segment is just some reviews on some books that you should check out. Um, if you're not a comic book fan or if you want to get into them and don't know where to start, this is a good uh, jumping off or jumping in point, I guess I should say. Um, so... Yeah, we just finished with the Halloween season, but for me, Halloween season is all year long. I love it. You'll find it out in other reviews, too, with uh, movies and TV. But um, as far as comic books, um, yeah, there's a bunch out right now. You know, I was on the road. I was, thankfully, you know, I was able to work during the pandemic so and travel for, for a good chunk of time, like four months. So very lucky on that. Now that I'm back, I'm, you know, all the books that have just been collecting, I'm just soaking them all in. And so I've been hitting up a lot of them. And so here are some that I can highly recommend. One is the Hill House comic line. So this is, uh, you know, Hill House, obviously we know, we've heard of that, Haunting on Hill House, which is a great uh, TV show on Netflix. But this is, is, the, is a play on that because it's Joe Hill, who if you're, you know, Kind of like, I think I know that name. It sounds familiar. That's Stephen King's son. And so he started this line of comic books that is a offshoot of DC Comics. And so it's Hill House. And so it includes uh, Dollhouse Family, Lolo Woods, Daphne Byrne, and Plunge. Um, and then also the main, the one that kicked off the whole series, which was Basket Full of Heads, uh, which is a crazy, creepy story about this woman who somehow winds up in the possession of this battle axe that uh, has the power to, when it takes off a limb and takes off a head, the head will still be uh, living and breathing, which that's a scary thought. Um, So this woman ends up, by the end of it, the whole series, spoiler alert, with a basket full of heads. Um, Awesome book, super dark, very um, creepy and crazy and over the top, just like Stephen King. Um, so if you like those, check out all of those books. And I think you should do it in the way, because there's a serialized story called Sea Dogs, which is at the end of each issue. So you have to kind of go like, it'll be issue Basketful of Heads number one, and then you'll go to Dollhouse Family number one, which would be the second installment of Sea Dogs, if that makes sense, to follow the whole experience of it and get each one as like a serialized version, which is pretty cool. And it's a cool way of doing it. Like I had you know, been on the road. So all these books stacked up. So that was a great experience and great way to kind of soak them all in. So I can recommend that. Um, Also big ones, um, you know, some people are against kind of celebrities or other artists making their way into comic books, but I think some can pull it off. 
including um, Taboo, who we know from Black Eyed Peas, um, has a new comic book out now called Werewolf by Night. Uh, it, and it's a relaunch of the Marvel comics uh, by the same name and is great. It's a great take on it. And so um, I highly recommend that. And um, that is also written by Jamie Gomez. And um, or actually, no, that taboo is Jamie Gomez. And then uh, it's also co-written by Benjamin Jackendoff is his name, unfortunately. Um, but another artist that's making comic books is Danzig. And he did La Mortana, which is also, it's great. It's funny to see the two issues because, uh, the two separate uh, comic books, because Werewolf by Night, it has heavy dialogue and is like a heavily written comic book. Or La Mortana, you know, good old Danzig, it's, uh, you know, very heavy on the visuals. But uh, listen, he paints a great image with his words. So uh, there you go. Those are, uh, you know, three lines of comic books that you should check out. Um and yeah, creepy horror comics, but uh, they're a good way to go. So now moving on to some random entertainment news for the week. Um, so I'm a huge horror fan and even, you know, the worst horror movie, I'm probably going to like certain aspects of it just cause I like it so much. Um, but, uh, yeah. So one of the ones that I has always been kind of an interesting series to me is the insidious series. Um, hasn't been my favorite, but there's so many aspects of it that I like, like Patrick Wilson and Lynn Shay. Um, great actors. And uh, so it was announced that they're going to do an Insidious 5. This is one of those series that's just going to go on forever. And um, the, I think the only one that I haven't seen is the fourth one. Uh, and so, but I'm going to check it out. And it's only, the only reason I haven't seen it is just, you know, it gets away from you, all these ones. But also it was announced that Patrick Wilson will be, in fact, directing this one, um, going in along the lines of, uh, you know, celebrities that are known for one thing doing another thing i think that's super awesome and i fully support that i can almost hear people in chat rooms just being like ah come on you know really this guy but it's gonna be great and also think about this he's soaked up so many things from other directors and james wan's probably on a speed dial so i feel like i feel like it's gonna be uh you know it's gonna be great um and speaking of James Wan, too, you know, every once in a while I'll get into some name droppy stories. I've worked on random uh, TV shows, and I worked on this movie one time, and uh, I'll I'll spare the guy's name, but he was one of the audio guys on the first Saw, which is a James Wan flick. And he says he claims that um, he. You know, they, they were making this movie and it was, you know, low budget. It was the first Saw movie and they couldn't pay him. So they said, and this is this classic story that you hear in so many other movies where they were like, listen, we can't afford to pay you. So we can either give you like a lump sum now um, or we can give you, you know, not pay you and uh, give you a point on the back end. And the guy was like, eh, you know, I feel like this is, you know, just a, a dumb horror movie and it's not going to be, 
it's not going to be anything. And so decided to not do the one point, <laughs> which is like now saws like the biggest thing. Oh my God. I would just be slamming my head in a dumpster every day for the rest of my life. Um, but you know, sometimes it's one of those things where it's like he needed the money then. So, you know, still the right choice at that point. Um, Another cool story that I thought was interesting for random entertainment news was um, the fact that, you know, sometimes there's different, it came out, there's this article about how there's an Oscar winning cinematographer named Janice Kaminsky. I'm sure I'm butchering that name, but he's done a lot of crazy good things. Like um, he was the DP and cinematographer for Schindler's List and Saving Private Ryan just to name a couple, but he also did the cinematic masterpiece, Cool as Ice, Vanilla Ice's movie. And I've always thought, like, it just looked good, and it was like this music video, and it's great. I saw it recently, uh, Riff Tracks did an episode on it. Um, Highly recommend you checking that out, or just the movie as it is. Um, It is, it's an interesting watch. Check it out. Speaking of other things you should check out, other movies you should check out, let's do the movie reviews for the week. Um, So yeah, just getting out of the Halloween season, like I said earlier, kind of all year round is Halloween season for me. Always just been a huge fan of it. Um, And so I'm just watching horror movies pretty much all the time. And uh, but during the Halloween season, there's a few staples that I always do, you know, have to do the whole Evil Dead series, have to do all the Halloween movies, um, including going back on them. You know, Halloween one, obviously so good. Halloween two, it's this weird thing where I don't know, you know, and I, I feel like I watch them every year. And I don't know why this just, you know, um, didn't connect with me like this year. But there's uh, literally a scene where um, Loomis goes and he's looking in the second one. He's, he, the whole, all of the series, he's looking for Michael Myers to stop him. And he sees at one point on Halloween night a kid in the Hollywood, the, the total Michael Myers gear and setup. He's like, oh, that's him. So he goes to try to stop him. He's got a gun. He's trying to shoot the guy. And then... Um, a car nearly hits him and or actually does hit him, hits the guy and then slams him against a van. And then that explodes and Michael Myers is up in flames. And then it turns out that it wasn't Michael Myers and it was a 17 year old boy named Ben Tramer. (laughs) And I was like, wait a minute. Did that just seriously just happen? Like Loomis, is just as bad as Michael Myers then he just killed a 17 year old boy and there's no retribution that he he has to suffer for for doing that um and I don't know why I just hadn't noticed that part before but it was like that's a huge huge thing so there you go the movies that keep on giving 
Um, and then Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, the one without Michael Myers, is still a decent watch. And then, uh, you know, 4 and 5 are, are decent. And then the rest, a lot of them are kind of brutal. But, you know, they're still still Halloween movies, so pretty interesting. Um, but so, yeah, other ones that are good to check out is La Llorona on Shudder. I'm sure all my friends and people that know me are so sick of me talking about Shudder, but I do love it. It's the streaming app that's all horror movies. And so now this isn't The Curse of La Llorona, which is The Conjuring, um, like the sixth movie of The Conjuring series. Um, this is a Shudder movie, um, or they have it on Shudder, and it's actually got 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's about a um, a genocide that happened in Guatemala, and this it was this... Uh, general that uh that basically ordered the genocide and now he's dealing he's kind of trapped in his home and he's reliving those horrors and being stalked by uh, la llorona um very good movie like super intense and just this slow burn but um but ramps up in all the right places highly recommend uh that movie so check that out um, let's see, what else can I recommend? Um, Sleep Tight is also on the app, which is really good, about a uh, concierge. Uh, so this bellboy that basically at a hotel, not basically, he does this. He uses a key to go into um, this woman who he fancies into her apartment, um, sp- has this spray underneath her bed that causes her to knock out, and then he just sleeps next to her. And, uh, and I don't want to spoil the other stuff that is very creepy that happens. Um, but, uh, but that one is, is very intense. So there you go. If you want some, uh, some, some interesting movies to watch. And I watched Day of the Dead again, which is classic Romero. So good. But yeah, so there you go. Halloween, Day of the Dead, Evil Dead, uh, La Llorona, Sleep Tight, Awesome movies to check out. And actually, um, Halloween Town, I watched on, uh, I'll watch anything Halloween related. And I watched that on Disney, uh, um, Disney Plus. And, you know, one, it has Debbie Reynolds. Awesome. Um, and I found out, too, that the DP of that is Michael Slovis. Speaking of DPs that work on so many different things, um, and that guy, because I was like, that name sounds so familiar. And it's the guy that does uh, Breaking Bad. So yeah, there you go. Learn something new every day. All right, so we did random entertainment news earlier. Now it's time for some just random news in general, um, starting with Play-Doh for adults. So they just released this Play-Doh for adults, um, and uh, and a lot of people are very, very stoked on it. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if I totally am yet because it's... Okay, so it's this whole line, Play-Doh for adults, and it's... Um, Essentially, just like regular Play-Doh, but it comes in adult scents, apparently. Like, um, so mom's jeans, which is like, huh, I don't know if that's a, 
a scent that, you know, what is that scent? Just farts, right? Uh, Dad's sneakers, which is, okay, it's going to smell like farts too. Um, Lord of the Lawn, which is, okay, I'm imagining the sweaty guys doing the lawn, so that's more farts. And Grill King, so people around the grill. This is all just, seems like all of these are just farts. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. That's some fart humor. That's what you can, uh, that's some quality highbrow entertainment that you can expect uh, from this podcast. I told you it's not good. Um, all right, so another thing is, um, oh, this is awesome. So a man's Halloween decorations have been so realistic that the cops keep getting called to his house. So this is a guy, Stephen Novak. He's an artist from Dallas, and he keeps getting into trouble. Uh, his whole lawn has, you got to see the picture of this. It's got uh, dismembered bodies, bloody limbs, uh, a lake of blood, and uh, and also a lake of blood. that. And then there's a safe that is dropped on somebody's head. Um, but yeah, pretty good. I mean, you can tell it's fake. There's a guy... Um, there's a guy on the, uh, roof of it, of the house that has a, uh, um, knife just stabbed in the back of his skull and, uh, yeah, pretty crazy, super bloody. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely the Halloween spirit. So check out that, uh, that picture. Um, this story was just like, well, you know, have you kind of shaking your head. So TikTok users, have been doing this thing where they're super gluing vampire fangs to their teeth. And uh, believe it or not, they're struggling to get them off. Yeah, imagine that. So dentists are kind of doing a um, call out to just, uh, you know, like a please, a plea to people. Just don't do that, okay? Um, So, yeah, they're doing this. Kids are just securing um, vampire fangs in for Halloween and then finding out that they can't get them off. Um, so now there's all these videos of people struggling to yank out their fake fangs, uh, which is pretty hilarious. And um, and yeah, so uh, basically dentists are saying, you know, don't yank. You know, they're telling them you can pull out your teeth; they're cause some serious damage. Um, so, oh man, I'd like to say that that is so dumb, and that's something that I would never have done as a kid, but I know for a fact that that's not true um, because I continue to do just dumb things all the time. Now time for some relationship advice. Listen, I don't want to say I'm an expert on uh, relationships, um, but I'm going to so that it adds some kind of credibility to this. (laughs) Uh, No, but listen, we've all gone through some stuff, so we all have opinions on certain ways to handle situations. And so, yeah, so let's get to you can send in your since this is is the first episode, I'm just taking uh, random advice questions from the internet but if you have some you want to send 
please send to notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. That's notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com, and we'll try to read those in a future podcast. But for now, going to the good old internets, um, this one was a question about a guy who basically is upset because he, he was diagnosed about three years ago with bone cancer. And so he went through two and a half years of chemotherapy, six months of stem cell treatment, and now he's cancer-free, it seems like. Um, and his girlfriend, who stayed with him for the whole time, um, and he was with her for longer that, longer than that, because was with him for total with her for a total of eight years. And now she wants to break up with him, and so he feels like maybe she found someone during, you know his treatment and he feels kind of betrayed wants to know what to do. It's one of those things where maybe it was she stayed with cause she felt guilty. And if that's the case, like you don't want to stay with her. You know what I mean? If that's the only reason she was with you, she, and now she feels like since you're good, she can, she can actually tell you the truth. Um, you're wondering if maybe she had met somebody else and if you should probe further, I don't think you should. Honestly, if she wants out, I feel like you should let her let her go. You know what I mean? Um, what do they say? If uh, if it was meant to be, you you let let some you let people go or let them let them go out to to go check on up to go <laughs> just ramble on for the next two minutes. Um, anyways, you know that whole phrase. Um, but yeah, that's how, that's what I think. Um, another question from here is, um, oh, was that, uh, so in this relationship, different relationship, um, and, uh, they're engaged in an engaged couple, the fiance, um, she's wondering why her boyfriend's son won't say thank you after dinner, um, and she was always brought and raised up as you say thank you for for that after every meal. Um, and I kind of, I think I was brought up that way too because I do say that all the time. Even when, uh, you know, for work, if there's like a work lunch or something like that, always. Um, and so it is weird. I could see how that would be, especially if you're making it. I could see, which it says here that that's what she was doing. Um, I could see how that would kind of grate on you. I think that's one of those things where clearly he wasn't brought up or raised to know that. So you can either go, there's two ways. You can try to teach him that, which, you know, because he views you as maybe the stepmother, maybe he wouldn't take it as seriously. You would hope that he would. And that's a way to maybe, you know, kind of test the waters there. Um, Or talk to his dad be like, listen, this is clearly a blind spot on your part. And uh, you need to step up and kind of, kind of show your son what's what. That's what I think. Manners. So many people don't have manners, and it bugs me so, so hard. So, um, yeah, just have manners, people, please, and thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with me for a half an hour. That's a long time to hang out with someone like me. Um, so I definitely appreciate it. If you have any comments or questions, uh, like I said earlier, if you have any, um, advice questions that you want answered for a future episode, feel free to 
reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. That's the big league when you got a Gmail account for a podcast. You know what I mean? Or maybe not. Um, but yeah, so there you go with that. Um, special thanks to the music of this episode. The uh, intro music and the music you're about to hear is from the Unis, which was a great band that I discovered in college. And then the music during the episode is Nalo, a great band, which if you haven't heard, you need to. Um, and also if you haven't seen them live, oh, you know when all this is done, all this COVID craziness, uh, they're one to check out. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for hanging with us, and uh, we'll see you next week. I love you.